Chapter 1 We are not of the servants' hall, nor are we exalted with the angels above stairs. We are a sad and sorry sisterhood, neither fish nor fowl, always underestimated, and yet as a body of women our tastes are refined, and we are frequently more educated than our so-called betters. We are the teachers of ungrateful young ladies and gentlemen. We are the forgotten daughters of impoverished gentility. We are the slaves of duty. We are the governesses. I myself am possessed of many accomplishments, painting, singing, a broad knowledge of literature, a small talent for the pianoforte, an ability to converse in the French tongue, and a keen interest in history particularly that of ancient Egypt. I have made a special study of hieroglyphics and the customs, practices, and religion of those remarkable people. Indeed, it was this interest that secured me my post here, as Sir Frederick Varley is an aficionado of such matters. When I was interviewed by Sir Frederick in Oxford, he asked me which Egyptian deity I favoured, and I had no hesitation in saying that it was Anubis who claimed my particular attention. Anubis, the lord of the mummy wrappings, the helper of the dead. Chapter 2 Half an hour to midnight, and Claire should have been home fifteen minutes ago. As she hurried down the lane, the high hedgerows looked naked and dead in the silvery darkness. The wind was gusting harder now, and the cold seeped through her thin coat like icy fingers touching her flesh. She broke into a run, grateful that at least she'd had the foresight to put on her flat boots. In high heels this walk would have been impossible, and maybe she'd always suspected that Jen was going to let her down. Jen's promise that she'd be there to provide a lift home from the Angler's Arms had seemed half-hearted, but Claire had convinced herself, and her mother, that all would be fine. Besides, there'd always been the option of calling a minicab if the plan fell apart. Until she'd looked in her purse at five to eleven and realised that the last of her money had gone on a fourth Bacardi and Coke. The other girls lived in the opposite direction, and had already arranged their own transport, so there'd been no room in their minicab. As they'd left... Vicky had given her a pitying look, and told her that she'd be fine walking home. It was only half a mile away, across the main road into Tradmouth, and then down a narrow country lane flanked by farmers' fields, so what was she worrying about? Vicky had always been a bitch. She'd always managed to make Claire feel dim and clumsy, but she was clever enough never to cross that narrow and precarious boundary into bullying. A tree ahead creaked in the wind, and its bare arms waved to and fro as if warning of danger ahead. Claire walked on, avoiding the puddles that glistened like mercury pools in the light of the full moon. She could smell manure and damp vegetation as the moon suddenly disappeared behind a bank of clouds. Then, in the shock of the darkness, she stumbled over something lying in the lane. She put out a tentative hand to see what the obstacle was, hoping that her fingers wouldn't meet the soft, dead corpse of some creature run down by a speeding car. 
but when she felt the rough, cold wood of a fallen branch, she exhaled with relief. As she levered herself up, an owl swooped out of nowhere, and the sudden movement of those silent, ghostly wings sent a shock through her body. But she forced herself to stand and ignore the stinging greys on her knee and the gaping hole in her new patterned tights. Just a couple of hundred yards to go now, then she'd be in sight of home. Suddenly, a throaty noise shattered the darkness like the roar of a lion. She froze and pressed her body against the hedgerow, wincing as the twisted wood bit into her flesh. After a couple of seconds, a pair of bright headlights lit up the lane. Temporally dazzled, Claire shielded her eyes as the vehicle shot past. And as the sound of the engine receded, she stood quite still by the side of the road until her eyes readjusted to the moonlight.